0: You're listening to the FYI Podcast, where we talk about faith, life, adulting, finances, your life, relationships. I'm Josiah Keneally.
1: And I'm Micah Keneally. We are your hosts, and we want to say thank you for rating, reviewing, subscribing, tuning in. Ending your week strong, starting your weekend even stronger, but ultimately sending questions our way that we just unpack, point back to the word of God, share from experience, maybe some of those elements, but always want to give God and God the honor and glory in the process. So thank you for tuning in. Josiah, we have an awesome, I think we have an awesome episode this week. I feel like we're fired up about this. This is one of our passion points. Yeah. This has clearly been one of your passion points. And the cool thing is it's not going anywhere. So we just going to embrace the journey together.
0: Guys, uh, buckle up because I'm fired up. I love doing Young Adults Today podcast. I love doing this podcast, which is FYI.
1: He's finally letting it, loose. Maybe. I don't know.
0: I'm about to let it rip. This is my favorite episode for whatever reason. It's just like I, burning in I in. sense the spirit on this one, leading us to answer this question for such a time as this Yeah, and going to kick it to the verse of the day. And then we'll dive into today's topic. All question. right. How's that? What is the verse of the day, babe? Verse of the day comes from Proverbs. <clears throat> and I just want to say a side note about Proverbs. If you're looking for wisdom in your life, mm. this is called the book of wisdom. I have friends outside of faith in Jesus who for entrepreneurship, for leadership, for their business, they glean wisdom from Proverbs. Yeah. So a lot of people read a proverb a day. I love that discipline. You'll grow wiser. But this comes from Proverbs two three. Usually Proverbs are written by King Solomon, mm-hmm. who's noted as the wisest king who ever lived, wisest man aside from Jesus who ever lived. And it says this, Proverbs two three. the prudent sees danger and seeks refuge. Another translation says hides himself, but the simple go on and suffer it. Suffer the consequences. Hmm. And so we're going to unpack, drum roll, I'm fired up. You (laughs) want the honor of unpacking this amazing question?
1: Oh my gosh. Well, we know this is a hot topic, but we just want to lean into this question that many young adults are asking, and it's what are the red flags in relationships? Oh my gosh. Because we want to say this right away. If there's any pink flag in you or in the person that you're interested in, it only becomes a red flag as time goes on. And the things that you don't like in yourself, when you get married or you get in a relationship, they're magnified by 10 yep. and, yep. and vice versa. Like you see yep. something in some of you are like, I knew that was a little issue, but wow, that is a big problem. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? What does that look like? So we literally have seven things, seven red flags that we are going to unpack for you guys today as listeners. And we just want to say, Hey, tune in. These aren't the ultimate end all be all, but these are things that we've seen. They're undercurrents in yeah. every relationship. I think that we've ever come across marriage mentoring, yeah, helping young adults identify what they need to strengthen in their life, what they need to get rid of, how they need to navigate some things when it comes to the personal walk with the Lord, as mm-hmm. well as inviting somebody else in on the journey. So,
0: yeah. And and I'll just say is like the pre-note <laughs> is this, um, this isn't all encompassing. Like there's other red flags that you can oh, and, sure. and you're going to discern and look for. So just because we didn't list it, it might be encompassed. It might not. Let us know if you, on YouTube, in the chat, if you see a red flag that you, we should talk about or add in, join the conversation on yeah. Instagram and Twitter. But uh, at the same time, mm-hmm. It won't cover every red flag, but these are definitely things that are themes to look for. And if you're married, it's too late. If you spot Mm -hmm. a red flag in your spouse, you can't change them. Only God can change them. And then your course of action is to pray Mm -hmm. and submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. But the goal is while you're single or dating, the gift Mm -hmm. is that if you see a red flag or you see a deal breaker, you can ask questions, you can understand more, Mm -hmm. and and you can even maybe confront it or deal with it, or it might be a deal breaker. And then God helped you dodge a bullet. Yeah. And there's that country song of like, thank God for unanswered prayers. (laughs) Maybe this brings to light dealing with some red flags, like, whoa, that was toxic. Yeah. Or whoa, that was abusive. And I don't deserve to be treated like that. Like nobody deserves to be treated like that. So we're going to kick seven and um let's cover ground
1: oh my gosh okay so here's number one that we have it's pornography i know this is a hot topic i know that the statistics everything they're running rampant sexuality sexual exploitation whatever it's everywhere it's running rampant in our country in our nation in the world just to really recognize pornography is the number one red flag That's number one today. If they're willing, if there's a willingness to watch, if there's a willingness to participate, if there's a willingness to expose anybody's self in an unwholesome way, I would say that is a red flag. And I'm talking like even things that maybe just MA, some things even rated PG 13, rated R. Decide now what those limitations are for you. Not justify. I didn't say justify. I said you need to be able to identify them. So there's rules in our house that we have like, you know what, even some PG-13, shut it off. Yep. Off. Yep. G and PG. Like, and yep. we have littles running around too. So just really being mindful. If you give an enemy an inch in this way, he will take a mile every time. Whether it's you personally struggling with it, it's like, oh, it's just this one device or just X, Y, and Z. No, don't give the enemy any room. And I would say, I'm not shaming you when I say this, but if there is any form of pornography, a pornography addiction, it was on the forefront of your mind each and every single day. And it's controlling you. It's eating your mind and you alive. You can seek help. There is counseling. Your brain and your memory can be restored and rewired for good wholesome content the word of god scripture meditating on it so there is wise counsel that you can seek out mm-hmm. that is going to be it's going to save you it's going to save your future as a single person it's going to save you it's going to put it's going to save a future marriage and it's going to save your children and give you an opportunity as a person in your family tree to change the trajectory of what's been taking place in your life which then impacts the rest of the tree around you so you get to choose whom you're going to serve this day. This is something that amen. we do not want to like
0: amen. I, I, control just, you. I just want to echo an amen. And I know it got heavy. Quick, I told you we we're going to cover ground. And here's the thing: don't surrender leadership to the enemy mm, in your life. That's good. Do not surrender leadership to the enemy and pursue health, hope, wholeness, mm-hmm. accountability, yes. partners, community. You need an army. You need the full body armor of God. It's 2023. This stuff's everywhere. It's yeah. never been more accessible. It, yeah. The device is in our pockets, all of us. It's never been more accessible. So who are you accountable to? Mm-hmm. And um, who's asking you the hard questions? But I will say it is completely possible Mm -hmm. to not seek this out and there might be stumbling blocks but that's where confess quickly confess if you're struggling or wrestling with something tell your accountability partner tell your spouse but i promise you that this is something that you do not want to bring in to a current relationship Mm -hmm. any longer or a future relationship let's deal with it now
1: and i will say that even the bible says if you seek you will find yep And if you seek God with your whole heart, you will find God. You will find him and he will speak to you. But if there's things that you're seeking on this side of eternity on this earth, you'll find that too. You'll find the good, the bad, and ugly. But you can find the whole, the holy, the righteous, the redeemed. Like You can have those elements a part of your story. So just want to encourage you. That's probably the heaviest one we have right away. But we're kicking it off hard. We're kicking it off strong because we want to call these things out. We want to call you out and up in love and truth to know that you're not the only one wrestling with this. You're not the only one in the world. You're not the only one asking these questions. So,
0: and and it's like, why do we say this? Is it a red flag? Are you kidding me? It is Mm -hmm. absolutely a red flag. Like, is it a conversation that you bring up in the course of dating? Yes. And getting Mm -hmm. to know somebody, have you ever struggled with this? Is this an area of your life yeah is is this an area of you
1: have accountability is this an
0: area an area of your life where you've experienced god's victory
1: Mm, mm -hmm. and
0: so i think that this is a red flag if it's not on the other side of victory yeah because victory is possible we just want to let you know it's the message of jesus amen he is taking the dead and bringing it to life he's resurrecting and so speaking of jesus yes
1: speaking of jesus here we go I would say the second thing that we all say is a red flag is if they're claiming to be a Christ follower, but there's no church community, Mm. there's no Bible study, there's no life group, there's no brotherhood or sisterhood taking place. There's no um, discipleship. There's no mentorship. There's no fruit in their life. If they're saying they're a Christ follower and on the first date, they're saying, well, I don't know if I could wait to get married and not sleep with you. That's a red flag.
0: Definite red flag. Red
1: flag. If you're claiming to be a Christ follower and you say, I can't wait for sex when sex was created in the context in marriage and for marriage, and it's not a right, it's an opportunity to serve one another and bring that covenant to life. Like red flag. If they're saying that they're a Christ follower and they're vulgar language, or there's no respect and they're behaving in certain ways, like. Wow, I really need to reconsider what does the Christ follower mean to you?
0: <laughs> and if they're not professing to be a Christ follower, right. I would also add that yeah. for number two, the red flag is yeah. if they're um if if their creed and their deed don't match you, it cover that. But even yeah. if they're saying like, yeah, I'm not a Christian, um, red flag. If you want
1: a good a, and godly marriage, marriage, it's such a red flag, God needs to be the center of it, right?
0: Amen. Amen. So that's so good. The third red flag I see is um going dark. And what I mean by this is like isolation. I've had, I remember this when I was single. It's like, we had our group, our community, some guys, we'd do life together. We'd we'd go to the gym together. We'd go to church together, just watch sports or just do life. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. It it was usually if we weren't working, there was a tribe of us, a a community, uh, um, some of our people. And once in a while, one of the guys would like just kind of fall off the face of the earth. And it's like, you text him and no reply. For weeks on end and you'd invite them to something, no show. It's like maybe Perkins. even set, maybe even mm-hmm. they were said that they were going to be at something and they weren't. And that's what I mean by going dark. It's like, if a companion takes you away from your community, because when you start dating, your need for community actually doesn't go away. It goes up even more.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: need that accountability. Mm-hmm. You need those brothers in Christ, those sisters in Christ. And so the other side of going dark the reason why I think it's a red flag is a lot of times, look, it could be a blind spot for somebody where it's like, you could actually bring them back into the fold. So to speak, you're like, dude, did I do something to offend you? Because you've gone dark. And they're like, oh my gosh, I just got so distracted. I was just so excited. Okay, great. (laughs) The other side though, a lot of times is it's a really controlling relationship. Mm -hmm. And it's like, they don't want friends they don't want you to have health um abusive relationships often start this way mm-hmm. it's a red flag and that's the danger zone and then even it could just be a really demanding person that's like you don't leave my side you're with me 24 7 and um i think that all that mm-hmm. uh, encompasses in it's it's like if if people get isolated once they join a relationship man, that's that's a red mm-hmm. flag because I don't see that relationship thriving.
1: Right, right. And I think it shows that when you do date somebody, you do prioritize time with them. You yeah. value their time yeah. with them. But when they're asking you to leave their entire life of what they just were single, now they're dating overnight and there's this weird expectation of isolation, that is a, definitely a danger zone to yeah. be mindful of. So And,
0: and the, the fourth red flag ties in a lot mm-hmm. with this. Is idolatry is the only way I can think about it, but it's like when this relationship or this companion or this person takes over the place of God in your life and you've stopped praying and you just started going to them for advice, Mm. you've stopped worshiping and you now worship the ground that they walk on. Like God is a jealous God. And Mm. he says, have no other idols before me. Mm -hmm. And we, anything could be an idol. Like sometimes you think of an idol as like a symbol or a statue, right? but it could be a person, place or thing. Yeah. Idol is kind of what's, what's that uh, a noun? It could be a person, Mm -hmm. place or a thing. It could be like, wow, this person has become the person that you worship this relationship Mm -hmm. or you being an item is like you're intoxicated with it. And and you've started to worship even the idea of this relationship. And so I think anytime idolatry, or maybe it's somehow some other idol has crept in. Like, I think that's something that all of us should ask is like, mm-hmm. wow, is there anything in my life that's getting in the, the way, way of my relationship yeah. with God?
1: Yeah. And I'd even say like, maybe, maybe you are dating a Christian right now and you're listening to this and you're like, ah, I love the person that I'm dating. I know there are times I've seen Christian relationships that are healthy and they both love Jesus. And the other one, like one party may be like, oh my gosh, they're so good. They're so holy. They're so this, like we can put people and put each other on pedestals and we can celebrate them, but we forget to give God the glory in the process and come alongside them. So just even realizing like, wow, what is God number one in my life? If so, what does that mean? And if not, what does that mean? So even just keeping that in a, forefront of our mind, even no matter if you're a believer or non-believer, single dating, married, engaged, whatever things do creep in. You can idolize the fact that you want to pay off your bills and buy a house yep. that can become a God, a mini God in your life. Yep. So there's no shame in that. There's this personal inventory of like, Whoa, we're in a season of children. Are they taking the place of God in our marriage time out? Like let's yep. evaluate that. So Good. Just want to encourage you there. So
0: this is the FYI podcast. I'm Josiah Keneally. I'm with my co-host, Micah Keneally. And we are unpacking the red flags in relationships Mm -hmm. today. We're going to recap. We've covered four of them. Began with pornography. Um, We delve into this conversation deep, but definitely it's a red flag Number two is, are they a Christ follower? Mm-hmm. Three is if they're in isolation or or th- this relationship causes you to isolate and you're going dark to your community or idolatry mm-hmm. is number four. Micah, kick us to number five, the fifth red
1: flag. Oh man, I would say number five is an unwillingness, an unwillingness to live a pure and holy life. I think that's just one thing that I really value of like, if we're going to be Christ followers and we're going to build any relationship on a solid rock and foundation, we need to live pure and holy lives in clean hands, pure hearts, willing to serve the people around us, willing to serve the people we so-called love, whether it's our future family, whatever that is. So, and that ties back almost back to the first one of like pornography, like Mm -hmm. are they Christ Mm -hmm. follower? Like what is taking place of God? So all these are a little bit interwoven, maybe on some levels, but definitely would say that that is a component of an unwillingness.
0: Yeah. And I hope this Mm. comes through that we're not um, self-proclaimed experts in this. If we're experts at anything, it's being human. We are imperfect people serving a perfect God, but we love his presence. We Mm -hmm. love prayer.
1: Yeah. And
0: I would just say this about um, the unwillingness factor to live a holy life. I get it that it's 2023 and Mike and I each have friends. She has friends who are gals who are single Mm -hmm. i have friends who are guys who are single and in our community there's always room for people who are single like we happen to be married Mm -hmm. we happen to have kids but i would just say we're aware of how hard dating is Mm. right now yeah we're aware of all the dating apps and how that can just make some of our friends feel yucky like like it's just this menu or there's such a um emphasis on beauty or such an emphasis yeah. on swiping left or swiping right. And it's um, it's definitely a mm-hmm. lot of our friends, we pray for our friends mm-hmm. who are single, that they yeah. would have Christ at the center of their life, but they'd be willing to live a life that's holy and pleasing to God.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. And I think the sixth one is what happens when God says no? Like, that's a red flag when God says no, and you do not feel peace when you feel confusion, because we serve a God of peace and order and not chaos and confusion. Right. So I think when God says no, sometimes as humans, we try to push through that red flag of saying, but I can save him, but I can bring him to church, but he can overcome this pornography addiction with me. Like Mm -hmm. we attach ourselves to the other person that's, um, on the other side of the relationship. And and I, I've been guilty of this and I've seen it over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I've learned in this process um, of just myself and others is I, I'm always reminded of this. I'm not God. Yeah. And I'm not the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I can't save anyone. Yeah. But we do have an opportunity to introduce people to Christ. And if they mm-hmm. see Christ living in us, that's already setting us apart, which is posing their curiosity, right? So I would just say like, keeping in mind, like when God says no, don't try to push through that flag. And, and no is no, yep. right? And that's yep. okay because God is protecting you from you. And so I I believe that he's protected me for myself and he's actually protected me from some of my, what I view now as stupid, silly, selfish prayers mm-hmm. when protecting me from my younger self. I'm like, if you would have answered that prayer, God, I don't that have been horrible. Like, yeah. thank you for not answering that prayer. So just really keeping that in mind. And we do not um, believe in missionary dating. Like we can't save anyone. Exactly. That's, that's the act of the Holy spirit. That is the voice of God. That is somebody willing to admit that they need Jesus and willing to say, I'm an imperfect person. I want to serve a perfect God who can make me whole again and radically change their life in those moments. So if they're claiming not to be a Christ follower and there's unholy living or an unwillingness to seek out help and counsel, or even when God says, no, what do we do with that? So
0: it's like the can or should is such a unique distinction Mm -hmm, that I think a lot of life Red flags, yeah. relationships. Can you do any of all of these things? Uh, well, you can. Does it bring glory to God? That's that's where we. That's probably the better question is yeah. should I versus can I? Mm-hmm. And Paul even writes it that everything is permissible. Not everything is beneficial. So red flags might be those things that are in some cases are permissible. Some of them aren't. Mm-hmm. Like we just don't want to. Um yeah, we we,
1: we leave it want- be let off a cliff. Exactly.
0: <laughs> but but it's I love that beneficial or permissible. Yeah,
1: that's good. And
0: I love that can versus should. The questions that I want to ask, just talking to myself for a second, I want to ask the should Ice. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have a bunch of can mm-hmm. I, I? Should I? Because mm-hmm. that's the the wise question. And I want to ask, um, is this beneficial? Yeah. for god for his kingdom for me for my benefit for a generation for mm-hmm. a family um versus permissible yeah so anyway that was a side note
1: but i think with that just i would just like take team on that when when we're talking about these red flags i think it's important to even it's not to point at the flaws in somebody that you're interested in or somebody that you're on a first date with and just like throw these seven things at them be like red flag red flag out of here like that's not the point of this the point of this is saying like hey lord check my heart. Are there Mm. any red flags in my life or any pink flags that the enemy has taken hold of, or I've handed over Mm -hmm. and I need healing from, I need freedom from, I need reconciliation. I need to, whatever that is. And I think, when we talk about these things is to know that we all have a red flag or pink flags in our life too, that we shouldn't be doing something. Or maybe, maybe it's like gossip. Maybe it's overeating. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's over exercising. Maybe it's overcommitting or under delivering. Like it's not only dating, but it's like, those are character flaws. Like, but we had to figure out like what are the pillars that we're, uh, that we're willing to like not surrender to the enemy, not give any room for. And I'm not to say that you cannot be redeemed or restored from any of these things we're talking about, <clears throat> but you have to want it. You have to fight through it. And even if you do overcome it, you have to have those safeguards in place afterwards because the moment we think we're over something pride creeps in and it comes at us even stronger, right? So whatever that is, it can be any of these flags. So mm. just really helping identify those things and those values is, I think, important when we kind of unpack those. Oh my gosh.
0: One last thought before we go into the last red flag. And um, I remember being an intern, I think I was an intern, pretty sure. And uh, I was at my first church that I was, you know, studying and training to be a pastor at. And I remember, um, I think it was like the family life pastor oversaw some of next gen and kids and youth and kind of led some of those department meetings. His name was Pastor Jesse. I remember he just said this one day. It was like probably what, a Tuesday afternoon. And it was kind of just casual, nonchalant. And he goes, yeah, hey, if there's anything that you would change, Josiah, like if you were to be a pastor tomorrow, Mm. change it today, change it now. And that stood the test of time for me. And that stuck with me. And I think it applies in not just an internship or ministry. It applies in our daily life. Like if there's a red flag in your life, Mm -hmm. what does Jesus teach? first examine your own eye for the speck before I point out the log in someone else's. It's like, or just being willing to be surrendered to the will and the cause of Christ Mm -hmm. and say, God, this Psalm, what a beautiful prayer. Search my heart, oh God. Exactly. See if there's any offensive way. See if there's any red flag. Mm -hmm. If there is, reveal it to me and lead me in the way everlasting. So it's like, if there's something in your life Mm -hmm. covered or what we're about to cover, that you'd change, you know it, whatever that is, mm-hmm. if you were, say, to get married tomorrow.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Today is a great change, a great day to, in the words of Pastor Rob Ketterling, change before you have to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I love that concept of be yeah. an early adopter, change before you have to. If there's anything you'd change tomorrow, do it today. And the last red flag is go. this. Um, I'll be careful how I choose my words with this, but when you're on different pages completely, when it comes to values
1: mm-hmm. and
0: what I mean is, is not like opposites attract mm-hmm. because I love my pastor, Jerry Swenquist. He always would say, if, if you're both the same, one of is unnecessary. So we celebrate differences when it comes to styles or personalities mm-hmm. or differences. I'm talking about some of the more important issues.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What do I mean? goals and dreams Mm -hmm. if one of you is driven and one of you wanders aimlessly Mm -hmm. like somebody's going to be really frustrated in that relationship and that's why i'm calling it a red flag
1: or disappointed at the end of their life realizing they rode the coattails of their spouse yep or only help them fulfill their dreams and aspirations right
0: yep i think faith this is a big one the big one of big ones it's, it's like when you're on different pages, we could talk a lot of different values Mm -hmm. and what we really mean is preferences. But when the rubber hits the road, like, Mm -hmm. are you on the same page when it comes to faith? Right. And not just an alignment, like the tires are out of alignment. So we rebalance. I'm talking, if you're on different paths, Mm -hmm. spiritually, that's a red flag. I think family When you marry a person, you marry into their family and they marry into yours. Mm -hmm. So in-laws are usually a part of the conversation for marriages. Mm -hmm. And and sometimes it's great. And sometimes there's Mm -hmm. learning or sometimes there's conflict. And um, friends, it's like if your family or friends has given you warnings Um, pay attention. Mm -hmm. Pay attention Mm -hmm. to those trusted voices in your life. When you talk about the future, if you just sense in your heart or your mind, man, I don't know, we just seem to value different things, even with finances. Mm -hmm. It's it's not just simple if one of you is a spender or one of you is a saver. Because reality check, that's everyone. But if if it's just like, oh gosh, one of you is a secret spender. And mm-hmm. really, once you join marriages mm-hmm. with this person and you hitch wagons together, it's it's not just spend or savor. This right. is marital infidelity because there's dishonesty or a lack of integrity. Yeah. Those are red flags. And I guess um, it doesn't mean that you're incompatible if you're different. I want to double down on that. We celebrate differences, but this is um, when there's no support. It would be like this if Micah had dreams, but I didn't care. Mm-hmm. When something's important to her, mm-hmm. hear me, it's important to me mm-hmm.
1: by default. Mm-hmm.
0: And I mean that to the very yeah. fiber of my being. Quick example, Mike is getting ordained this month.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but not just the big things, the little things are like this too. Because mm-hmm. it's her, it matters to me. Right. I'm probably more fired up about the things that Excite her because I get to block, I get to tackle, I get to <laughs> get behind and push. And this is not just your dream now, this is our dream. Right. But ultimately, what I'm talking about when the red flag comes into play is when there's really not room for two of you in the relationship. Yeah. Because the two become one. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean I always get my way. Right. Or Micah always gets her way. I, I love our marriage um, for so many reasons, but one example we don't sit on this podcast. It's not the Josiah show where I talk and she just nods. It's not the Micah show where she Mm. just talks and I nod, and there's shows like that. Right. (laughs) But there's, you see, I've just been around long enough to (laughs) to see that or to realize it and just to call it what it is. But I think that what I love about our marriage is Micah, there's times where you block, you lead block for me, mm-hmm. or you tackle To use the football analogy, yeah. or you just get behind and push or to talk to the person who's the non-athlete for a second. There's times where Micah has encouraged me. You know what you need to do, Josiah? You need to go on a run, mm-hmm. take a break. I got the girls. Hey, just go for a run. You need it. We need it. Let's just be <laughs> honest. There's been times, babe, when's the last guy's night game? <clears throat> You got to go on a walk mm-hmm. with your buddy, or you got to go hit the gym with Brent, or you got to have lunch with, with Brent yeah. and Micah, or Hey, how about a coffee with your mentor? Yeah. Like, and and you've encouraged me and not only the activities, but in the God dreams. Yeah. And so I think that that is what I mean about different pages or values. It doesn't mean that Micah and I are not different because we are different Yeah, and it's beautiful.
1: Yeah. And I don't even say if you're not a sports analogy type person, like, or if you're not with I just said of the blessing and sending, but just think of like a tandem bike mm. when you're on a tandem bike, like you're going in the same direction. I mean, you're following Christ, you know, each other's goals, you know, each other's aspirations, you're both pedaling and you're getting to the destination. So we take turns, whoever's in the front seat, that's the goal we're reaching to- for. So like, even like Josiah said, like I'm getting ordained this Friday or this coming Friday and our daughter's birthday's on Saturday. So yeah. I'm planning and leading some things. He's just helped me pedal along in the back, helping with the extra manpower when he's going out of town or whatever else. Like, Hey, I got the girls. I'm in the backseat of this tandem bike. We're going in the same direction. And I think when we realize like when one of us breaks, we both break when one of us moves forward, we both move forward. So even just really recognizing like when you are looking for those flags, are you finding a team player or are you finding a coach? Because a coach will just tell you the play, what they're going to do, where they're going to go, how you're going to run the ball. Um, but a teammate will be on the field with you, Sweet. lifting your head, patting you on the butt, whatever, getting your head in the game, giving you some water, whatever it Kicking is. Kicking
0: you up after you yeah. got tackled. yeah.
1: Yes. And they're the ones, maybe they're maybe you're the one that's throwing the assist. You're not scoring all the points, but you're part of the assist. Like that. you're part of the game. And same like with the tandem bike, like you each have a seat and it's it's not one person always in control. It's you working together. And I think when you are a good communicator and you do identify those things that those flags that we've talked about, in addition to we should look at green flags next time. Like what are some good things? Oh my gosh, that'd be so Part fun. Part two
0: anyone? Part two. Let us know. You in the, the comments. The... Uh or yeah in, but but seriously, we should. And that'd we've we so talked fun. about, but I think um let us know. Give us feedback, of course. We don't want to um insert ourselves into a conversation that you don't want to have with us, but. Um, I'd love to do green flags.
1: Yeah. Well, I think we had some yellow flags and reservations with each other. And I think we mm-hmm. could even tackle a third one if we really wanted to. But we just want to encourage you. We know that there, everybody has their own red flags. Everybody has different personal convictions. But if we're going to point back to the word of God, what does the word of God say? Yeah. We're seeking out wise counsel. We want to encourage one another. We want to do and live the best life And leave the best life and legacy that God has designed for every single one of us. And we don't want to see you settle along the way or get into a marriage and wondering how you get out because we don't want to, we don't want to reach that point. So in singleness, become the person you are designed to be. Be confident in that. Align that with scripture. Align that with the word of God. We just want to encourage you. Hope you're having an awesome Friday. This
0: is the FYI podcast.